0: Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal church in Leith. This podcast is an edited recording from our Sunday morning service held on September 17th, 2023. For news and information, and to find out how to join us, please visit www.stjamesleith.org.uk. Well, hello, everybody. Good morning. My name is Ken for those of you who don't know, and um, I'm taking Ian's place because he's on holiday, the rector is on holiday, and so I'll be leading and presiding at today's service. Uh, A special welcome to all of you uh, who are coming to visit us from far and near, and a welcome to everybody who's on, uh, as you can see, joining us online, including some who are visiting online, so a big warm welcome to you guys there. Um, the service will proceed just according to the order as you see it, and uh, Sally will introduce the music, the musical parts. Uh, when we come to the Communion, just to it, be emphasized that all are welcome here, it doesn't matter about your home background status, or even your state of faith, actually, you can just come and join this table, because I think that's the way Jesus would have done it, and that's the way we do it in this church. And uh, I'll be serving the the music group first, and it helps if we just sort of gradually move around in this way. And when it comes to this block, other people will be circling around the table, but you can just feel free to come straight back. That makes it flow very easily. Thank you. So before we begin, we uh, usually have a moment of silence, begun with the sounding gong or the sounding bowl. sound, And we're just going to sound that and then listen to the silence. And I'm going to light the candle. And if you at home have candles to light to join us symbolically, please do. With nature in its power and beauty, with rain and wind and sunshine, with the ancient rocks and the budding flower, we gather together with believers and seekers the whole world wide with people in every land and speakers of every language we gather, we gather in praise of God. With angels and saints in heaven and with all who have worshipped in this place we, we gather, gather in, in praise, praise of God. With Jesus who has promised his presence and the Spirit who showers her blessing we, we gather, gather in praise, praise, praise of, of God. Of God. Here let heaven and earth embrace, here may God's people find home. Amen. Trusting in God's forgiveness, let us in silence confess our failings and acknowledge our part in the pain of the world. Come home to yourselves and to each other. May all that is unfree in you be released, and may you blossom into a future graced with love. Amen. aside all that troubles us and burdens us, all the thoughts and busyness that we have in our minds or that we've come from, let us collect our thoughts together in this prayer which we say together.
1: The Gospel this morning is taken from Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 25. Well, Therefore, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? you of little faith. Therefore do not worry, saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what, shall, what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring worries of its own today's trouble is enough for today. This is the gospel, good news for all.
3: Praise Praise you, you oh
1: Christ.
0: Christ. Now I'm going to hand over to Geoffrey, please be seated.
4: As part of the season of creation, uh, we're reflecting today on climate change. Oh dear. Um, I don't actually want to rehearse the science in depth, which is pretty well known to us all, or wrestle with the politics, or or take on the the manic public discourse and media that pits apocalyptic doom-mongering on one side against bitter denialist and negativity. But for a few moments, I am hoping to um, steer a a devotional and theological course between some of these uh, icebergs. a little little while back, I um, I devised a, a mime. Um, okay, darling, it was not a little while; it was thirty-four years. But um, a, a piece for Tierfund called uh, Pover- "The Poverty Chain," the poverty chain, and it was based on a, a filming trip we took to the Philippines, depicting a line of events between a. a, a farmer tilling his field in the baking heat on one side of the globe and and a couple well-to-do on the other side obsessing over their next uh, ever-newer kitchen. And as a flash flood caused devastation to the farmer's crop, the couple watching it on television, they shake their heads sadly before turning happily to their marble worktop and soft-closed drawers. Cartoonish, yes, Simplistic, possibly, guilt-inducing, certainly. Um, Richard and Elspeth helped me film it, so you can see it on my YouTube Mime channel, if you want, a real uh, delving into the past. But my my point is that a Christian commitment to social justice binds us to changes in the natural ecosystems. But we must set climate change within the larger context of creation. Creation, our our world. Uh, I'm sorry, creation, our word as religious people, uh, for God's earth and all that dwells therein, for the interlocking and interrelated, the complex, the unpredictable, the beautiful and terrifying, sustaining and life-threatening place that is our home, our our only home. Creation tide, the season of creation, is a way of honoring and celebrating and showing gratitude and accepting responsibility and hearing our calling to be in a right relationship with God's creation, to be stewards, to be prophets and agitators, to be righteously angry, gloriously creative, to be sacrificially compassionate, in fact, to live up to our identities as created in the image of God. You see God's mission, Missio Dei, spirals out from the Trinity where the dance of love between Father, Son and Holy Spirit could not be contained but exploded and continues to flow in a generative process that is the world, the material reality that we call home, and a world that God called good. In fact, very, very good. But the the, the language of of Genesis 1 and 26 and 28, subdue and and have dominion over, it has sometimes been, uh, been used to justify the relentless exploitation of the natural world, treating it like a resource and a drain. But reflecting God's image and sharing in God's mission is about enabling creation to flourish to God's glory, a very different kind of stewardship. And the aim, as expressed in Isaiah 9 and Habakkuk, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God, the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. How far we have fallen from that has become tragically apparent since the Industrial Revolution combined with an exponential population increase to multiply the effects of our exploitative global economies on the planet with interlinked systems we are still a long way from fully understanding. Meanwhile, governments are moving more slowly than glaciers certainly more slowly, slowly than glaciers are melting. Climate despair is an understandable reaction. How could I possibly suggest in the title of our service that there is climate hope? Well, we have a, a, a dear friend uh, called um, Peter Harris, um, who um, 40 years ago, as a, as a bright and gifted young evangelical curate, surprised rather many by heading off to Portugal, where he and his wife Miranda started a bird observatory and a field study center in the Algarve. And they called it Arocha. It was seen by many as irrelevant and or even biblically unsound. Why study and conserve birds and flowers when people are dying without Jesus? But it became clear over the years that something significant was happening as Arosha's work developed in Portugal in the 1980s and later spread around the world, and people of many backgrounds were attracted to an expression of the Christian faith, often lived in community and demonstrated by integrated care for people and planet undergirded by Bible study and prayer. And today, uh, Arosha is an international family of Christian conservation organizations in more than 20 countries on six continents, living out God's call to care for creation and equipping others to do likewise. Now, Peter knows as well as anyone the manifold threats to habitats and the larger challenges to our global ecosystems. And he is also completely realistic about the difficulties of gaining cooperation and financial commitments from the governments and the global corporations who hold the keys to reform and positive action. And then Judith and I, we saw him recently, and she says, didn't you, that talking to him was both utterly depressing uh, and yet also hopeful and positive. What keeps him going, he said, is remembering that this is God's world. God is the creator of all things. God set this world in motion, and it is God's love that sustains and heals. So climate despair is a tempting place to go, and very understandable. Climate hope seems so very thin, vain, grasping at straws. But all thoughtful and clear-eyed, Christians know the contradiction between the gospel word of promise and the experiential reality of suffering and death. Here, faith takes its stand on hope. And as Calvin said, faith hastens beyond this world, by which he did not mean that Christian faith flees the world, but that it strains (coughs) strains after the future, and yet in a way that does not suppress or skip the unpleasant realities. Death is real death. Decay is putrefying. Decay, guilt and suffering, they lead to a cry, even for the believer, to which there is not a ready-made answer, no utopian escape. Here we look to Christ, Christ who was raised from suffering, from a God-forsaken death, and from the grave. And in so doing there is, as, as, as the theologian Jürgen Moltmann put it, a view, a view of freedom and joy. In the raising of the crucified one, faith can and must expand into hope. Hope becomes, as Kierkegaard said, hope becomes a passion for what is possible. And so we move out according to our calling. And our personality, some boldly, some quietly. We move out in prayer, in protest, in action, in prophetic witness. And these moves are based on our self- understanding as created in the image of a creating, sustaining, healing God. And it is in that light, standing on that ground, that I would now like to invite us to pray to spend time together in intercession for this earth, in celebration of its glory and gratitude for its great gift, in lament for the suffering and in contrition for our part in the mounting threat. Accompanied by music from Sally, I'm going to read from a selection of prayers written by an, an Anglican priest from Leeds called John Swales, published by Arosha. This set was entitled 26 Prayers for the Climate and Ecological Emergency. And these will form the intercessions in our service this morning, which will conclude with the New Zealand version of the Lord's Prayer printed on the service sheet. Let us pray. Creator God, Father of compassion, we thank you that we gather together as your sons and daughters. and We thank you for the world that you've made. You declared it to be good, and it is good. For soil and streams and mountains and music, for flowers and fauna and laughter and love, and dancing, and daffodils, flamingos, and food. We thank you for our capacity to behold the mystery of wonder, for the times when our breath is taken away by what we behold. You declared it to be good, and it is good. We thank you that we inhabit this world with non-human worshippers. The sunset moth of Madagascar, that worships you with each beat of its wings, the swallow-tailed hummingbird that honors you as it hovers, the candy crab proclaims your praise as it turns yellow, white, and pink, the Zanzibar red colobus with its unusual smell, the black-backed kingfisher, small and precious in your sight, the fennec fox, the smallest fox with the biggest ears. eagles and elephants, red kites and raccoons, monkeys and macaws. It is our home. You declared it to be good. And it is good. And yet we recognize that your world is grieving as the diversity of your world becomes less diverse. Instead of acting as gardeners, we have plundered Eden. We have misused our power. In the face of the climate crisis, our hearts are restless and our souls are sad. Draw near to us as the healer of all hurts. Father, we ask that you will lead and guide us. the power and compassion of the Holy Spirit. May we, like Jesus, be people of justice. Come, Holy Spirit, we need you. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us afresh. Come, Holy Spirit, empower us. In Jesus' name we pray. When I say, for this we weep, Lord have mercy, will you respond, for this we mourn, Christ have mercy? For this we weep, Lord have mercy. For this we mourn, Christ have mercy. Father of creation, God of compassion, this world is no longer as you intended it to be. Humanity has betrayed its calling to tend and to keep. For this we weep, Lord, have mercy. On our watch, we reap what we have sown. On our watch, sea levels rise. For this we weep, Lord, have mercy.
3: For this we mourn. Christ, have mercy.
4: mercy. On our watch, forests are destroyed. On our watch, locusts swarm. For this we weep, Lord, have mercy. For this This we we mourn, Christ, have mercy. And so now with tears in our eyes, we look to you with regret, with repentance, knowing the difficult decades that we face as temperatures rise, as extinctions increase. For our children, Lord, have mercy. For our grandchildren, Christ, have mercy. For the world's most vulnerable, Lord, have mercy. Father of creation, God of compassion, wake us from our slumber. Equip us afresh to be the justice-shaped people of God. Amen. Father of creation, God of compassion, you made a world full of possibility and potential, you declared it to be good. Father of creation, God of compassion, there are strange dehumanizing and destructive forces at work and in this world of ours, this world of yours, Creation groans, creation cries. Lord, have mercy. Father of creation, God of justice, your church has too bowed the knee and benefited from these demanding and destructive powers. And we have become entranced and enticed we are compromised and have colluded. We have grown rich. Our hearts have grown heavy. Lord, have mercy. Father of creation, God of justice, these dehumanizing and destructive forces help to maintain our status quo. We have stood silent at the butchery of your world. At first unaware but then deliberately we have walked down the other side of the road. And then at times we have acted as cheerleaders and chaplains to an unholy trinity. Lord have mercy. And so we name the unholy beast, we renounce it, we repent of it, unrestrained capitalism, consumerism, individualism, and we say your days are numbered. This unholy trinity that oppresses the poor, that ransacks the earth, that dehumanizes, your days are numbered. This holy trinity that offers entertainment, distraction, denial. Your days are numbered. Woe to the unholy trinity. Justice and mercy will kiss. The kingdom will come. In Jesus name we pray. section will you repeat with me the refrain in bold when you see it the refrain blessed are the peacemakers father of creation God of peace we praise you for your son Jesus the Lamb upon the throne we thank you that your son's glorious resurrection demonstrated that death will not have the last word and that love itself wins. And yet as temperatures rise, tensions arise. As food shortages and malnutrition increase, conflicts follow. As refugees flee flooded lands, wars will follow. And so in the coming months, and through whatever follows, we commit ourselves afresh to Kingdom peacemaking. In our homes together, blessed Blessed are are the peacemakers. peacemakers. In our churches, blessed Blessed are the peacemakers. peacemakers. In our cities, blessed Blessed are
3: the the peacemakers.
4: peacemakers. For our nation's leadership, blessed are the peacemakers. For global leaders, blessed Blessed are the peacemakers. Father of creation, God of peace, grant us the courage to speak out against increased militarism. Grant us the courage to speak out against the arms trade, Grant us the courage to speak out against increased nuclear capability. Grant us the courage in a world of increasing violence to stand fast to the peaceable kingdom and the peaceable king. Grant us the courage to seek the path of peace until that day when all weapons of war are turned into plowshares and war will be no more. We lay down the sword. We take up the cross. Blessed, Blessed are peace the peace peaceful peace. Father of creation, God of justice, your son proclaimed and enacted the reign of God. He showed us what this looked like. He healed the sick, he welcomed the marginalized, he treated the vulnerable with dignity. And your son performed and participated in the reign of God, speaking truth to power, by overturning tables, by extending tables, by being nailed to a cross. Father of creation, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we too have heard the kingdom call, a stirring within to live authentically in this culture of denial and despair, to proclaim and enact the reign of God. May we look to Jesus to look like Jesus, to bring healing to the world to welcome the climate refugee and to treat the world's most vulnerable with dignity. Equip and empower us, O Father, to this kingdom calling, to weep at what is befalling us, to urge repentance and recalibration from ecological violence, to be peacemakers in a world of increased militarism and climate conflicts. We have heard the kingdom call to proclaim and enact the reign of God, to speak truth to the power and politics that plunge us further into climate breakdown, to have the courage and wisdom to overturn the tables of unrestrained capitalism that oppress the poor to extend the tables that bridge the walls of climate apartheid. Equip and empower us, O Father, to this kingdom calling. Until that day when the end will come, when unrestrained capitalism and ecological violence will be no more and the kingdom will be handed to you. In the name of Jesus, amen. our final prayer turn your face Father of creation turn your face to us strengthen us so that we will face what we will face with a firm heart a focused mind and resolute will Father of creation turn your face to us Strengthen us so that we may embody and enact your mercy and justice to a dying world. Father of creation, speak to us. Strengthen us so that we may raise a voice for the world's most vulnerable who are crushed beneath the wheels of climate injustice. Father of creation, your son set his face towards Jerusalem. With self-giving sacrificial love, so too, let us set our face towards injustice. Let us not look away from the world's most vulnerable. Let us not look away from sober scientific analysis. Let us not look away from evils empires of exploitation. The times are desperate, and we are desperate. The world is vulnerable, and we are vulnerable. Have mercy upon us according to your steadfast love. Have mercy upon us according to your Son and our Savior pray and petition, we beseech and entreat that the leaders of this world, corporations, and mainstream media would align themselves with justice. We give thanks and pray blessing upon those who enact justice, upon those who speak truth, upon those who bandage the wounds of those caught beneath the wheels of climate injustice. And we pray for the transformation of society, for repentance and calibration, recalibration in which unrestrained capitalism and consumerism will be exposed for what they are. Instead, father of creation, bring about economic and political change, which aligns itself with justice and righteousness, as we face what we will face, grant us peace, love, and hope. As we face what we will face, grant us boldness, courage, and compassion. Father of creation, we will one day see our Savior face to face. Tears will be wiped away, death will be no more, and there will be a tree for the healing. Of the nations until that day turn your face to us strengthen us so that we will face what we will face with a firm heart and a focused mind and a resolute will and may the Lord bless us and keep us and may his face shine upon us. And may we know in these difficult and strange days his hope, his peace, and his joy. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and always.
0: rejoicing that you are made in God's image and seeking justice for all those who do not share in the earth's bounty and the blessing of God Almighty. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you and all whom you love, now and always, amen.